know, how many people, show of hands out there in radio world, have their job title there? Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> Virtually everybody put their hand up, which is, oi. <laughs> you know, it's nice that you're the founder of ABC Company, but what does that mean? You know, so well, tell us it why does, beyond, beyond that. Beyond that, when 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 people look at your digital headline, which is your picture, your name, your headline, and LinkedIn typically puts in your current experience. So if you have founder at ABC Company, right below it, you got founder at ABC Company, and people are like, "Tell me something I didn't know," or they're thinking it's funny that you've duplicated and you don't know what you're doing. Right. right. So tell us why somebody should right, use well, that full space. Just, just in the in the in the spirit of debate. Mm-hmm. Okay, in the spirit of the day, there are oh. places where oh, those no. fields don't appear. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that information, um, may, may be important. So figure, for example, a list. Mm-hmm. I do a search for career coaches and devs in the list. Mm-hmm. In that situation there, it does, it doesn't show your current company at all. Mm-hmm. I was, with Brussels, I didn't have it in there either. And and I was encouraged to actually put it back in, and we're sort of testing, like easy mm-hmm. testing, kind of. Right on the on the basic search, it doesn't show up, but on the on the uh-huh. expanded search, it does. Yeah, depends on what so if, 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 if 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 your job title would be important, mm-hmm. if you're on a list with nine other people competing for that click, mm-hmm. you might you might consider, you know, doing it in a brief way, mm-hmm. you know. Adding that in in a brief way, mm-hmm. I put in um, a president integrated alliances, and then I go with my other hundred characters of the mm-hmm. stuff that you described. Mm-hmm. I have I a shorter title, so I get more keywords. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and you know, just for everybody who's tuning in a little bit late, we're talking with Lori Ruff and Mike O'Neill, who are the LinkedIn rock stars. And I want to le- read their profiles here, or, or their professional headlines, not their profiles, because we'd be here forever on um, on LinkedIn. So Mike's title says founder, integrated alliances, corporate B two B LinkedIn sales trainer, keynote speaker, social media futurist. Right there, we get a good idea of what Mike does. Now, Lori's professional headline on LinkedIn is just as good. She says, CEO Integrated Alliances, B2B Development, Award-Winning Author Radio Host, Corporate Trainer Executive Consultant. Do you understand, you know, for, for our listeners, you know, that's why that is so important. Because both of them could have just said, CEO Integrated Alliances, or Founder Integrated Alliances. And our next thought would be, and or so, so fill that space, you know, put all of that in there. Then to me, the next most important part is the summary. And I don't know how you guys, you know, if you think that's the next most important oh, part, but yes. what is the, you know, why should somebody really have a good summary? And before we get into that, first person, third person. I love first person. I think it should be written that I have done, I do, you know, I, you know, the I Mm -hmm. pronoun as opposed to Deb Creer is, you know, such and forth and so on. I've seen it both ways. And typically what happens is I know somebody else wrote it for them if it's the third person. But, you know, whatever. So, so why is the summary so important? And, And what do you think people should say in it to really pique somebody's interest? 
Well, the summary is somebody's is somebody's introduction. You don't walk into a networking event, and and honestly, LinkedIn was created to be a professional networking platform right. for high level professionals. You do not walk into a networking environment. Um, in chamber or otherwise, and introduce yourself in the third person. It sounds stupid, mm-hmm. and and you also don't just walk in and hand somebody your business card or your or your resume or whatever. You introduce yourself first. So going back to what I said earlier, if the perfect person that you want to meet is standing right in front of you, what would you say to them? And I make it that focused because when you are laser focused like that, mm-hmm. other people are attracted to what you've said as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I love Lori's summary. I'm, I'm looking at it here online, and she starts with, I don't work for LinkedIn, but my fans call me the LinkedIn diva. Okay, great. That really piqued my interest. And, and as she just mentioned, you know, if you, if you were networking with somebody and you said that, they're going to go, oh. And what they're really going to say is, tell me more. So as you're writing your summary, think about that. Ooh, I probably need to go back and look at my own. Oh. <laughs> Tell me more. Tell me more. So what else does she say in that there profile? So so then she you know she she goes on and she says you've heard the success stories, but have yet to experience the incredible results yourself. LinkedIn is the ultimate platform for B2B business development, but lead generation and proactive networking requires knowledge, etiquette, dedication, and time to utilize effectively. Today, everyone is short of time. And then Lori goes through and has these bullet points that very specifically are probably going to address questions that people have asked you. Right, Lori? Mm -hmm. It does. You know, and, and so that's, that's exactly the way that you should be writing your summary. And to me, I, I tell people it's, it's a good place to tell the professional story of your career. You know, add those things in there, be a little forward thinking. You know, you might like, especially if you're looking to change jobs, you can say, I want to, you know, in the future, be doing X or or whatever, but you know, don't skip this section. You know, I've seen people who've had one sentence there, or you know, mm. I, I, to me, it's it's not as bad to have nothing as opposed to one sentence. Um, you know, and and Mike's so, profile is just as good. It's short, it's sweet, it's easy to read. One of the things that's really important about this summary that that a lot of people miss is it's a lot about style. Mm-hmm. It's about how do you lay out this square, the square here with text and little characters or dense, indents or whatever, mm-hmm. um, copywriting from a style or a brevity standpoint really, mm-hmm. really matters. And people don't read big paragraphs. Um, mm-hmm. People very often put stuff in their profile, don't go back and read it and go like, God, that looks ugly. That's a big, there's eight sentences in that first paragraph. What am I doing? We'll just go chop it into four paragraphs here. After two right. sentences, character turn, character turn. After two more sentences, character turn. You know, just really spread it out. Explore the space. <laughs> well, and, and your right? eye loves white space. You know, if we're reading too much, yeah. It, it, yeah, and then we, the problem is you stop reading. So if, say, your first paragraph, which mine might be, I really am going to have to go and look, is too wordy, people don't read the rest of it. Right. And and the two wordy could be the same number of characters that Mike and I have in our profiles, which is as close to two thousand as we can get. But if it's big blocky uh, paragraphs, 
people are going to think what what is so important that you had to stuff it all into one paragraph you know and 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 you do need that white space and sometimes bullets to keep drawing the eye down the page and it's just a natural progression especially if you have it sound like a conversation people will read it and if you look at it on a on a tablet device or an iphone or android phone and you've got those big choppy paragraphs people are going to think what get to a break already (laughs) let me take a breath And probably one of yeah, the easiest ways the, to do it is yeah. read it out loud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let me give you an example that really brings it home. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you see someone who's got a great big paragraph out mm-hmm. there versus the kind of nice stuff over here. So you got A and B, okay? One of the examples is in converse, if, if, if I'm having a conversation with these two people, the first one's just going to dominate the conversation. He's going mm-hmm. to speak eight sentences before I'm going to get a word in or even, mm-hmm. even under, make sure I understand what he's talking about. In the second case, each carriage return is sort of like a, are you still there? Do you get it? You know, mm-hmm. okay, sort of like a, like a check back for, for um, do I have permission to tell you a little more? Right. Mm-hmm. And you, don't get, you don't get to that, do I have permission to tell you a little more until you're eight sentences in and you're tired of this person already. They go, no, you can't tell me anymore. Mm-hmm. In fact, I dropped out four sentences into this. I didn't even, didn't even get to the end. Mm-hmm. So that's one part. Another part is having a call to action. Who... Who should reach out to me and why, and how do they do that? A mm-hmm. phone number and an email address are the typical things to do, and, and having them in the summary, somewhere in the middle to end, not at the start necessarily, but some folks do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I'd love you to just say somewhere in, in the summary, depending right. mm-hmm. on where you feel most comfortable introducing it. I like to talk about it for some reasons why you might want to reach out and then how you can do it, and then some mm-hmm. things afterwards that kind of, exemplify the point, but I've seen it used in a lot of different ways. And But that, you know, gosh, if this is the person, oh, the person for me, how do I get a hold of them should mm-hmm. be staring me in the face right there. I couldn't yeah. possibly miss that. Well, you didn't leave your number off a, off a resume. You certainly right. don't want to leave it off your profile. And make it easy for people to find. Just like you were saying, you know, there are, there are other sections where you can put it in there, but don't make people look for it. Because, you know, unfortunately we all have the attention, or at least me, the attention span of a gnat. And if you don't make it easy for me, then I go on to the next thing. You know, so if, if I can find your phone number in your summary as opposed to looking for the contact box and, you know, what if, uh, you know, what if I can't find it? All those, just put it there in the summary. You know, make it easy for people to connect. Okay. Deb, here's a little piece that I'll, that I'll add in, and, and mm-hmm. Lori and I are masters of this. In fact, I, 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 I'll take credit for co-inventing this, and that is the special character, mm-hmm. little mm-hmm. diamonds, like the ski diamonds right. and the mm-hmm. triangles and things like that. Now, some people go really bonkers with this, and it loses <laughs> its effect. Mm-hmm. Um, they replace bullets with big triangles and stuff, mm-hmm. I mean, huge stuff. But, you know, nonetheless... At least they, they're they're doing something. I commend people that maybe go too far with something because at least you know we we've gone too far ourselves. Lori, I've been over the edge and back. Um, that was us at one time. But we're teaching better practices, and people who watch what we do generally are probably going to see see you know how to cut some corners and get some right. mm-hmm. accelerate a little bit. So uh, bullets beyond the little dots, the triangles, I think, are the best bullet to use. So, mm-hmm. If you think about how to separate yourself out, now we're Colorado folks, right? So we kind of mm-hmm. like the speed diamond principle. It's kind of sexy, but the round <laughs> diamond doesn't look like you engineered it very well. Mm-hmm. Okay? I mean, because 
anyone can take bullets in and bring them on in because they just come in from simple copy and paste. You don't have to do anything special mm-hmm. to get a round bullet, but a little diamond takes a little extra effort. Right. So you're a little sharper mm-hmm. than the round guy. Okay? And it makes you stand <laughs> out from them. Right. It does. It, it does. It does. And of course, bullets should never probably be more than five. You know, if mm-hmm. we think about, you know, we see people, you know, so often they have, you know, more than that. And they should probably just kind of figure out if you're going to have oh. more than five bullets, put multiple bullets on the same line. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 Michael, Michael. Oh, 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 I want to jump in here. Lori has a Well, you know, so somebody's. Somebody's going to go look at my profile and say she violated what Mike said. But it's on. If you go look at my my profile under keynote speaker and and you know um, breakout speaker and that kind of all of that that one uh, job position that I have for speaker, you're going to see selected conferences from 2013. Now I hope 2012, 2011, and and a couple of those are pretty long. And as I fold in the new year, because that field is full, I've got to delete some of the ones, the less important ones from previous years. But the, that entire position is about speaking. So having a long list of bullets there builds my credibility in the space because they say, wow, look at all these cool places Lori's, that have hired Lori to speak. Well, I and, should and do that too. <laughs> If you, you know, try and to I do tell... this in a summer, you'll run out of characters pretty fast. Right. You've got yeah. 2,000 so... here, and you wouldn't do that in a summer. Good, right. Good you know, and, and you can put so much more down in the, the job description and, and things like that. And to me... It's, it's all, I, I tell people social media puts us back into being eighth graders. And so it's all about mm-hmm. being and associating with the cool kids, right? You know, whatever your little social stratosphere was in eighth grade, you know, you wanted to be with the, the people you thought were cool. And so having all this information in there, you know, yeah, we're bragging about ourselves, but we are showing that we're the cool kids. And that sometimes is hard for people. They don't want to brag about themselves. So ask other people to help you. You know, if ask them to describe you. I actually had somebody initially when I was starting to, to get very active on LinkedIn, I had somebody I knew very well write my summary for me. And he used mm. words that I never would have used. They were correct, but I wouldn't have used them because I wouldn't brag about myself that much. And when I read it, I went, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> And more importantly, I thought that's how somebody else thinks about me, which to me was a big difference. Um, it wasn't just here's what I'm saying. It's here's what other people say. Mm-hmm. Deb, secretly, um, mm-hmm. I guess it's not going to be much of a secret now, but <laughs> I, when I first created my LinkedIn profile way back in 2005, I built it out to the max because I was working on career stuff for people and I saw the value of building it out. But I had other people help me with pieces, including my summary, including some of my job descriptions. I had people, I had like five of my mentors that promised that they would look at it for me and, and gave me feedback and you should recommend, you should include this. You know, that point that you made of other people, what do they think about you? You're not, you're not bragging on no. your LinkedIn profile. You're, you're saying the things that you've accomplished and why somebody would want to do business with you. If you don't tell people what you accomplished and what you have to brag about, they're going to think you're just mundane like everybody else with no profile at all. Right. Mm-hmm. So well, we deal we deal with salespeople, and they're very very often lacking for um, uh, creativity. You know, looking mm-hmm. to looking to look up the quick answer and go. And mm-hmm. and a strategy that we use 
that I've always used and, 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 and it, it's universally taught in our programs is look at other people's profiles and keep track of what you like. I oh, keep a definitely. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like call it, call it your weekly, your, your <laughs> weekly, you know, pad and on mm-hmm. Sunday, you know, you, you, you go make your updates and do mm-hmm. a, do a few maintenance things. Because in a in a, in a link in, in a LinkedIn environment, you got things that you do every day, and then mm-hmm. you know you got things that you clean up at the end of the week mm-hmm. to get the next thing going. The ones that you know the bees, you know, they right. go right away, and the bees, you know, maybe go right away too. It kind of depends on on load balancing. Well, and that's why I love LinkedIn's feature that says people also viewed. You know, so they looked at my profile, then they also looked at, you know, Betty, Bob, and Sue. So I go and look at at Betty, Bob, and Sue's profiles to see why somebody looking at them might have looked at at me too. And it's a great place to find exactly what you were saying, you know, ways that people are wording things, you know, because we might not think of a way to word it. We read it with somebody else. Now, don't do just cut and paste, (laughs) unless it's just a, a term or something like that but don't you know don't cut and paste their entire section but it's such a great tool to see what other people are saying that that do something similar to what I do yeah see when you see really great examples of copywriting you go like mm-hmm. wow wow and and you go like oh, the brevity of that is just amazing you know mm-hmm. uh, one of the th- I was I was taught one of the best ways to look at great copywriting is when you're leaving, when you're exiting the grocery store and the women's magazines are there. Mm-hmm. You know, the magazines that they put up <laughs> as you leave. Right. They have, they have three, four, five, six words that describe this article and this one, and they're rehashing all the same stuff that's already been rehashed. Better mm-hmm. sex with you, getting more of your tummy there, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. But the way that they, that they use these words is just really, really amazing. And mm-hmm. and then the other on the other principle, you look over at the National Enquirer and see how they use the the shock language. You know, mm-hmm. th- those publications and what's on the front of them are really great examples in terms of stirring up ideas. Right. And uh, Lori and I like to go where we stir up ideas, like IKEA, right, Lori? We go to IKEA yes. for ideas. Mm-hmm. And he really does read the women's magazines in the grocery store. It's kind of embarrassing. He'll, he'll, and he'll read them out loud. So people around us will be looking at him, and he has no clue that people are looking at him. Either that or he's just so used to it or so attuned to having people, so loving people looking at him that he, he talks louder. I'm like, stop. I, you know, Let me hide. You go in that lane. It always happen. No. It's, it's I know, might be so shy. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, you know, there's there's always there's always an article on every woman's magazine that has the word sex in it. It's like a keyword <laughs> that has to exist on the cover, almost like an SEO person said, you know, if we don't have the word sex on the cover here, you know, we're not going to get caught up in the keyword traffic and the this or that. I mean, it's really I'm, I look at I look at it from the word standpoint, really, I do, because that's well, the one word that I'm sure is pretty much always going to be there. Every other issue will have the word tummy or. Or, or, or vacation or, you know, those sorts of things. But it's this, they're rehashing the same things. And in the content world and in the social media world, you know, how many times can you talk about create a better profile and find some better words to say that, mm-hmm. you know? Snap him up with that LinkedIn profile. Right. You know, you know some, some special way to, to make it seem new when it's, you know, you know. Plus, when you make changes to your profile, it notifies the people you're connected with. So somebody's going to go, ooh, you know, what, what happened? What did Lori just update? And, and so it's a way to capture their attention again. Yeah. Yeah. You you mentioned that I, I changed the name uh, of a, of a company 
listing. And I kind of went through the optimization, looking at, well, while I'm here, I'll nip tuck here a little bit. Kind of, uh-huh. you know, always kind of refresh a, a screen when I look at it and go, is there anything obsolete here? Does it need to say 2013? It used to say 2012 because I haven't looked at it in, uh-huh. the, in, in a couple months. Um, and uh, it, it ticked off that I had a new job. And folks that I hadn't seen or heard from for a long time, well, congratulations on the new job. What's up? You know, uh, right. this uh-huh. sort of thing. All I did was rename it. And mm-hmm. I, I was kind of like, wow, I wonder, is there, so, is there some strategy to be had there? Mm-hmm. You know, I'll just leave that to our audience there, that those little things that do what Deb just described, mm-hmm. put that update out in the stream that people see your top of mind for a moment, right, until that until something pushes it down sort right. of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. You know, great strategy. Great. Well, we are down at the the bottom of the hour. Amazingly enough, you know, I love this. We just, I could talk to you guys forever about this, which obviously means we have to have you back on. But we're going to go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, there's a couple things I want to talk about. The first is the power of those little, the little feature now with endorsements. You know, because I, I had somebody just today that contacted me and said, okay, what's the value of that when people are endorsing me and they don't know me? And then I, let's talk about pe- people's photos, and then the difference between the paid and the free versions of LinkedIn, because that's one of the other questions I get is, you know, should I pay? Should I stay free? So when we come back, let's talk about those, and I'm sure we'll have even more stuff, but when we come back, let's let's talk about those. Lovely. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again. Your heart is true. You're listening to Mile High Radio, milehighradio.com, on the World Wide Web, for your listening pleasure. Performance Apparel is South Metro Denver's premier corporate and athletic apparel store. We're your one-stop shop for creating a personal yet professional look for you and your organization. We can assist you in outfitting your corporate team, baseball team, lacrosse team, soccer team, hockey team, football team, or any other team you're involved with. Our goal is to outfit your team for success. We offer in-house full-service embroidery, a state-of-the-art banner and sign maker, Screen printing, a graphic designer, vinyl and heat press letter logos, tackle twill, sew on lettering, leather jackets, hats, shirts, and other corporate imaging. Learn just why we've been chosen to be the official corporate image consultant and provider for MileHighRadio.com by clicking on the banner ad on their website. Remember the name in South Metro Denver. It's Performance Apparel. Hi, Chris here from Yambana Gluten-Free Bakery. Do you get gas, bloating, cramping, or worse when you eat items with wheat, barley, or rye? You may be dealing with celiac, gluten intolerance, or a gluten allergy. Experts estimate that up to 40% of us need to avoid gluten. At Yambana, we bake the best-tasting gluten-free items hands down. For two years, I've been perfecting our recipes to be tasty and moist instead of dry and crumbly. We use nothing artificial, and we ELISA test our products to be sure they're truly gluten-free. So no matter if you're a super-sensitive celiac or someone who feels better staying away from gluten, stop tooting your gluten and visit our online store today. Go to yumbanashop.com. That's Y-U-M-B-A-N-A. 
S-H-O-P-P-E dot com. We ship worldwide, and if you live in the Castle Rock area of Colorado, delivery is free. Save 10% when you enter the coupon code MILEHIGHRADIO. YumbanaShop.com. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. And we are back. Thank you for being my friend. We I love are that song. yes, isn't that fun? You know, I love my bumper music. I get to pick all these really fun friends songs. So I really am talking with my true friends today, known them for several, several years, Mike O'Neill and Lori Ruff. And first, most importantly, so that people can can connect with you, how do people find you online? Well, LoriRuff.com is an easy way. And, and Mike, um, when I said, you know, how how can you mess up spelling Lori, he said, how many ways are there to spell Lori? And I started thinking <laughs> mm-hmm. about it. So I put right. common misspellings right. of my name down in my profile and came up with Perfect. a bunch of different spellings of Lori and Ruff and mm-hmm. all kinds of things. But LoriRuff, L-O-R-I-R-U-F-F.com will take you right to my LinkedIn profile. Perfect. And Mike, how do we find you? Well, I think you can find both of us at rockstarnetworking.com. So mm-hmm. if you just want to find one spot with links to Lori and I and all of our resources, yeah. there's one good spot, rockstar, rockstarnetworking.com. Pretty easy Thanks to remember. Me. We're the LinkedIn rock stars. And we do. <laughs> <laughs> Great. You like, the, you like the domain? We've had it for a while. I love it. I love it. You know, and, and was now you know, back to what we were talking about a little earlier, was that a domain you bought and then used later or did you, you know, with, with something and, you know, being uh, anticipatory that you were going to use it or was it something you used right away? Yeah, it was anticipatory. We go, we go domain. It found it was there. Mm-hmm. We go domain shopping, don't we, Lori? <laughs> I try, I try to keep him from doing it very often. We, we've had as many as 327 domains and it's like, dude, some of these we're never going to use, and I'm, I'm right. tired of paying $10 a year for them because that adds up. It does. You know, and, and we mentioned the fact that it's very inexpensive, but, yeah, don't mm-hmm. have that many. You know, Find the variations of things that you might want. Um, another quick little housekeeping thing before we jump back into our discussion about LinkedIn. Uh, for for those, uh, we always record the, the program on Mile High Radio, so that way people can listen to it on demand. We had a little... Uh, technical glitch at the start so we missed the first 10 minutes so Lori and mike can you stay for an extra 10 minutes sure great that way we'll give everybody the full hour you know so those who are listening live actually get an extra 10 minutes so one of the benefits of listening live woohoo um so let's get back into talking about linkedin you know recently Several months ago, LinkedIn, you know, it's always had recommendations. I love, mm-hmm. love, love recommendations. And I'm very sad when I go to people's pages and they don't have recommendations. It's like no one loves them. Mm, think about that. But they added this feature of endorse where people can just kind of say, you know, I'm looking at Lori's page. Does Lori have these skills or expertise? So I can endorse Lori for public speaking, blogger, lead generation, entrepreneurship, leadership development. Now, I happen to know Lori, and I know that she is good at these, so I'm going to click that button. But how many times have we been endorsed by people who have never met us, have never worked with us? What is the value of those endorsement buttons? 
Yeah, that's a great question, Deb. And it really started back when LinkedIn added skills and expertise to your profile. Right. It started out being an optional feature, but then they made it, it they put it in the profile itself, mm-hmm. and now they've added endorsements for those particular skills and expertise. Mm-hmm. So if you have, um, you know, a lot of them, LinkedIn will uh, only ask people who you are directly connected to if you have right. those mm-hmm. endorse uh, those mm-hmm. skills. So if you don't know the person endorsing you, get over it. You've connected to them at some point. You've raised your hand and either sent them an invite or accepted theirs. So let them let them have their way. So the power though is that you know the the world is moving is really solidly in big data more than we would care to recognize it ourselves. But with the endorsement of particular skills, now it really makes the LinkedIn recruiter package much more um, and much more recognizable and valuable. And actually, just a couple of days ago or yesterday, I was looking at the at the Google alerts for LinkedIn. And over the last few days, there have been no less than 10 articles written about the, how LinkedIn has enhanced the job search feature. Really, they've also enhanced the recruiter thing. So when I went in and looked at one of my clients' recruiter packages, you can now search for candidates based on their skills. So you list mm-hmm. the skills you want, and people show up in the order that they have those recommendations for right. that skill. Mm-hmm. So it's really, it really is valuable, and, and when they do things like that, there's always a benefit for LinkedIn to change, right? They're not going to change just for us. Right. They're, we're we're <laughs> a commodity to them. <laughs> and the nice thing is they actually well, give serious consideration to their changes as opposed to some of those other social media sites that we <laughs> shall remain unnamed. <laughs> right. Well, we have a beef to pick with just about every every one of the platforms, and LinkedIn, mm-hmm. we have more beef to pick with than the others for, for a number of reasons, but... Um, because you spend more time um, there, what, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, well, sure, sure, and and the fact that it times out. I mean, literally, if you have a large network, and a large network now is defined as, you know, we we were with someone yesterday that had eight eight hundred connections, right, Lauren? Mm-hmm. And yeah. and it times out for him. He can't send a message to people. He goes to load screens up, and it just sits and times out. It says your mailbox is unavailable. Your mailbox mm-hmm. is unavailable. And you just reclicking these things because the software can't scale to the levels that. That it's at. I mean, it was mm-hmm. really designed. You know, um, they didn't think it would be so successful, and there might have been some architectural things, like in the early PC days, where you had 640k of memory, and that's all you could ever need. Right. Remember? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. you know, it turned out not to be the case, and maybe that there's some things on the back end here that they're caught. Co- something's causing this timeout because it's universal. It's not. It's not that they don't like Mike and Lori. Mm-hmm. We thought so. Right. Yeah, I thought it was. But we had, right. Well, they, we they had, changed their time, they, they changed their timeout settings so that now they say that LinkedIn is optimized to work well for networks of less than 10,000 people, but we know people who are in the 8,000 to 8,500 that are having the same problems. Mm-hmm. Right. Or the people on the other end of the scale, like you guys, who are maxed out at the, the 30,000. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. you know, and, and, and I, I also, you know, that's one of my pet peeves. I'm not anywhere near that, but if somebody really can work well with their network and it's more than 30,000, then why shouldn't they be able to have more than that? Right. Well, and Deb, just to, to make the irony this way that I just talked about with regard to the software problems, um, you can't delete the deleting function doesn't work. <laughs> it's it's timed out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. It I does. Know. There's yeah. a there's a hack around it, but mm-hmm. yeah. 
You know, so, and, so do you see the, do you see the irony of it is make it smaller, right. but it doesn't work. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm like, you got to do it, but it doesn't work. Um, right. I'd like to go back to one thing on the, endor- on the endorsements, if I can, because I think I can sure. clear yes. up what the problem is with the endorsements. Mm-hmm. The endorsements are for skills, and it's a noble cause. Mm-hmm. Gosh, and rather than endorsing the person, endorsing them for specific things really, really help. And it is the big data thing that Lori was talking about. Mm-hmm. They want to gather more data points on these people to target searches and advertising, They're just mm-hmm. for targeting, for general targeting, big data stuff. But it's the way they implemented it that caused the problem. All of the buzz we talked about is all because of one little thing. Everything else would be just fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the obnoxious blue box. The, <laughs> they hadn't put the obnoxious blue box mm-hmm. up to everyone, whether they know you or not, just because they're connected. I mean, there's, a, there's an assumption there that's wrong in the first place, you know, so... Natively, you're putting a box in front of someone that they don't know and suggesting that they do. And darn it, it seems like the easiest way to get rid of that box is just click endorse and hope you get done with it. To clear mm-hmm. it. It's almost like the get out of my face thing is yeah. called endorse. Make it go right. So well, you know what I found, Mike, is is I endorsed him for all of his skills so that they would stop showing me that box every time I went to his profile right. on an almost daily basis. And then they started offering more. And what I realized was they were offering other skills, other keywords that he had throughout his profile for me to endorse him for those as well. And I'm like, well, you stop it already. How do I get rid of this box? You can't. There's and only I think one so of the things that you can post anyway. Yeah, you know, I, I think one of the things that people need to keep in mind when they're de- when they're doing their own skills is writing that title, you know, or or that that description. Because I'm looking mm-hmm. at this right now, so you know, it's it it has four people. You know, what skills or expertise do your other connections have? Does X person know about retirement? Okay, does that mean she's retired? Does that mean, you know, um, you know, does X person know about blogging? Okay, you know, that's a little bit better. Does X person know about insurance? Well, what type of insurance? You know, so as you're right. writing your own profile, have those keywords a little bit better spelled out. Mm-hmm. You know what else, um, Gavin, the last thing that we'll talk about on, on endorsements is that when you are looking at someone else's profile that you're connected with, if you don't have anything in common with them, any skills in common with them, it'll, it'll offer up the most popular skills. Right. And sadly, it started out offering them up in the order that people had put them in, mm-hmm. um, rather than the order of importance. But now, if you do have skills that are in common with that person, it'll ask you to endorse those skills. Mm-hmm. You know, I and, thought and that was interesting. It's a great feature. I I admit I haven't, you know, I don't really look and go, ooh, you know, how many do they have? But I know quantity does count for some people. So, you know, it, it is something that, that people should keep in mind. Um, but it's it's an interesting feature. It was, you know, I, I definitely think LinkedIn had, a, you know, a good thought process. But, you know, I have people endorsing me for speaking. Well, they've never heard me speak. So, you know. Okay. That's the I guess problem. that's nice that's that they think I'm yeah. good at it. We're in a world where infographics are a really big deal. Mm-hmm. And like LinkedIn's doing a bunch of stuff with infographics. But right. uh, related to the skills here, when you scroll down and look at someone's list of skills and you see the one at the top that says 99 plus, mm-hmm. you know, we got a bunch that say 99 plus, 99 plus. And you don't know how many further. You know, we got 500 of one of them, I think. Mm-hmm. 600. I want. Um, 
Um, but that's sort of like an infographic that sort of says this person generally is known more for right. these sort of things. Mm-hmm. Don't don't pick on a specific word so much, but look for kind of the general principle. I mm-hmm. see it here. They're all kind of technical terms, so they're known for technical stuff. Mm-hmm. They're all kind of marketing terms, so they're known for marketing stuff. And try to arrive at a general picture, mm-hmm. a generality right. of it. Of course, you can go gain the words a little bit later, but it's really hard to change the words later. Mm-hmm. I, I, Lori and I learn by making mistakes, you know, <laughs> um, and and we do sometimes, you know, really, you know, and we blog about it. Mm-hmm. Um, when once you've got endorsements already on some of these skills, if you delete them to add another one, you're adding one that's got eight endorsements, and mm-hmm. you're deleting to add one that's got zero to start. Right. And you're losing. I think you're losing some mojo and juice in doing mm-hmm. that. So it's really kind of careful to. Put these right, the proper ones in the first place, because you're right. the people you don't know are going to be endorsing you for them. Right. You know? mm-hmm. So figure out kind of a little more carefully, and, and not try to change things later. There's more strategy to this if you haven't already got a lot of water under the bridge. Mm-hmm. You know, Mike. Kind of hard to do um, things that are endorsed already. So Mike was talking about things that you really, really need to put some thought into. One thing you don't need to put a lot of thought into, Deb, that you mentioned before the break is your photo. So many people are afraid of putting their photo out there because they won't get hired because somebody's going to see that they're more mature or that they're not as lovely as they could be or whatever. Get past it. Mm -hmm. On LinkedIn, people who are in recruiting and HR have a setting on LinkedIn that they can refer that they can turn off seeing anybody's photos. Mm-hmm. And they have to turn that off in order to comply with the federal rules and regulations right. of non-discrimination. Mm-hmm. It's it's a feature that LinkedIn added in so that they don't inadvertently right. discriminate against mm-hmm. somebody. So that kind of an excuse for not having your photo gone, it's done. Yeah. But it's even on your cell phone now, you can stand up against the wall and have somebody take your photo from your cell phone and upload yes. it right then from the LinkedIn no. app. And and you're right. So many people stress over their pictures for whatever reason. You know, maybe it is mm-hmm. their age. Maybe it's they think they don't have good pictures. But you absolutely have to have a photo. I mean, you know, yeah. I'm looking at that things now where I'm, I'm looking. Actually, I'm down on on Mike's skills and expertise, and there are people there who have no photos. Well, yeah, why do you want to be anonymous? Even worse, there's people who have their corporate logo. I'm sorry, right. that's not your your image. You know, have your picture there. Have it be a nice picture. You know, one that's fairly current. It should be a headshot. It shouldn't be, you know, mm-hmm. this is not Facebook. This is not where you put the picture of your child, your dog, your house. You know, we're connecting with people on LinkedIn right. and have your picture there. Yeah, and it builds trust. You know, if I can't look you in the eye, that there's just a whole level of trust that's gone that you could gain by allowing people to see who you are. And LinkedIn's own um, studies show that your profile, if you show up in a search result, you are 40 times more likely to be selected from the list if you have a profile photo. Right. You know, and, and for me, what I really use it for, you know, I'm, I'm in Atlanta, you know, been here less than a year, so I'm out networking a lot. So I go and I meet with somebody for, you know, the first time in, you know, Starbucks or wherever. Right before I go in, I look at their LinkedIn profile. So, Hopefully they have a LinkedIn profile, but I'm looking at their picture so that I can walk up to them in wherever it is and introduce myself. I mean, that's a huge skill. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. Hey, Deb, Deb, taking it another, uh, just a little, a little step, a little step further in this direction. I do exactly the same thing, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very good. I do it, and and sometimes um, in, in in doing it, um, uh, it works very, very good at networking events where you get their business card. Okay, mm-hmm. so you've got their card and you've sort you've sort of met them, right. but you mm-hmm. just had a quick a quick moment with them, and you kind mm-hmm. of tuck away for a moment. And you come back to them later after you've kind of looked them up on your on your iPhone at, at the event. So, yeah, uh, well, when you have the when you have the the, the, the head the, your headshot picture up there, as if it's the person's talking to you, smiling mm-hmm. at you, and right. speaking the stuff that's in the summary. That's mm-hmm. the picture. Here's the talking head, and mm-hmm. here's what the head is saying. Right. That's the right picture. You know, that's that's the way to look at it. It's a transcript of what this guy was talking to me about in some mm-hmm. variant. Right. So it should be a pleasant photo. You know, I've seen mm-hmm. pictures before where they look like a mug shot. <laughs> You know, and I'm thinking, ooh, axe murderer. Not sure I want to connect with them. So, you know, and, and there are obviously people who absolutely positively, and I'm one of those, hate to have my picture taken. So you can find one where you were relaxed, where you were comfortable. Maybe you're, you know, at a, a, a family gathering, something like that, and then you can crop it. You know, as Lori said, this is not the thing that you should be stressing over, but it is something that's very important, and you want to have that nice picture there, you know, as opposed to the, the you know, where, I'm, I'm a huge Big Bang fan, uh, you know, Big Bang Theory fan. We, you know, those of you who watch that program know that when Sheldon smiles, it's a little scary. <laughs> so have a picture there that's, you know, it, it makes you approachable. You know, and as Mike said, yeah. they're talking to you when you've got that picture there. Exactly. So you know, one, let's one, talk- one, one, one little one little tip for five dollars, you can have someone Photoshop it and make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we like a transparent picture in PNG format. That's our right. that's our favorite to your audience. Mm-hmm. So it's got a, a no, no background at all, just mm-hmm. your head floating in the cloud sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's a lot of other variants on that. But at Fiverr.com, F-I-V-E-R-R.com, F-I-V-E-R-R.com, you can get the, you can have someone Photoshop it for you. Mm-hmm. And and for five bucks you can get you know your your, your I had you know a little shine a little little glisten on my tooth that they took out in one mm-hmm. of my pictures. Um, I had a necklace around my neck that mm-hmm. I that I wanted taken out because I don't have a necklace anymore, mm-hmm. and and I just had it taken out. It was five bucks. You know, you those and- little things are just perfect. And, you know, say you're having trouble getting your picture, well, hello, go to Walgreens and have a passport picture taken. You know, the, yeah. it's it's not rocket science anymore to get a good picture on your LinkedIn page. Exactly. Cool. So let's talk now about paid versus free. You know, I'm real big on do free as long as it works for you. And for, for the yeah. vast majority of people, obviously, free works perfect. But what really is the difference? Because I know you guys both have the paid profiles. You know, what are the features of having the paid profile? Why would somebody want that? And why should they, you know, maybe just stick with the free version? Mike, you want to pick that up? Maybe well, yeah. If, if, okay. if you're, if you're a sale, if you're a sales rep, you want to be what? As, as reachable as possible. Mm-hmm. If you're a job seeker, you want to be as reachable as possible. For the most part, you can say that for a lot of other people. You can't necessarily say that for a CEO. CEO mm-hmm. doesn't say, oh, okay, oh, open as many pipelines of communication to me as possible. Gee, mm-hmm. Hit me with it. But job seekers are saying, hit me with it. The sales mm-hmm. reps are saying, hit me with it. Recruiters right. are saying, hit me with it. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, those, um, 
um, uh, those folks out there get a few extra benefits. And one of them is called OpenLink, where anyone out there on LinkedIn can communicate with you, you know, as just as if you were connected, even if you're not. Ah, so you a toll-free to, number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not like an in-mail where you just get one or two. You're prepaying unlimited for all of the inbound communications for anyone who wants to do it. And mm-hmm. it doesn't get out of hand. Some people think, my God, I'm going to get spammed and stuff, and it just... It just doesn't happen, but you know right. that the, the topic does come up. That's that's number one, Lori. What's your number one? That's my favorite. What's your favorite? You know, one of my favorites is the profile organizer because whether or not I'm connected to somebody, I can save their profile, and I've got on the basic free version, which is what I have, just the free. Ver- I mean, the, I'm sorry, the paid version, but just the lowest cost one. Um, I can save somebody's profile and add it to one of five folders. I can name the ah. folders what I want to and mm-hmm. I can go back and find them again. So I don't have to like keep 15 um, windows open on LinkedIn so that I know the people I'm talking to the next couple of days. I save them to my profile organizer mm-hmm. and I can search within that. So that makes it a lot easier for me. And I also, I love, like Mike said, the open link network, but I, I also love the, the more advanced search results and mm-hmm. having 300 search results because I'm typically, the way that I'm using LinkedIn to go out and find specific targets for our marketing campaigns, sometimes I need that many to go out and find some of the right people. Once I find some of those right people, I can modify my search to match their profiles more specifically oh, okay. and then a lot more show up at the at the top that I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. But about once or twice a week I use those advanced search features. Well and you know it's, it's I, not I, all that expensive. It, it is. And if you pay for annually you get two months free and if mm-hmm. it ever goes up you're grandfathered. I'm still paying one ninety nine fifty a year because when I started paying it was nineteen ninety five Per month, or one ninety nine fifty a year, mm-hmm. and so it doesn't go up on you. They can't technically, legally, they can't they can't increase your right. your thing as long as you keep it. So I've been in, I've been tempted to go to like Sales Navigator, but I don't want to lose the good price that I have, so I'm leaving it alone. <laughs> now, one of the questions people always ask me is, you know, say they are looking for a job, so they want to have the advanced features of the paid version. Can mm-hmm. they then go back to the free version? Yes, they can. And And, the easy way to do it, right? So a lot of people will hear us talk about settings. If you look at LinkedIn at the at the any screen on LinkedIn, you'll see your name on the top right side of the screen, right next to Add Connections, little green Add Connections. Mm -hmm. If you click on your name, it takes you back to your profile. But there's a little drop down arrow beside your name. Click on that little itty bitty button in the top right side of your screen and you get options for settings and logout. Mm -hmm. So that's where you can go in and adjust the settings, upgrade your account, downgrade your account, all of those things. Add emails, uh, change passwords. So easy peasy. Yeah. Sort of. It's, it's hard to find two months to month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, I mean, I mean, the, the fact that you can go month to month is a really nice thing, and it's sort right. of there's um, you can't go month to month on Salesforce.com. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they'll say it's seventy nine dollars a month, right. but you got to pay for the whole year, so that's mm-hmm. just a pricing mechanism. It's not a billing mechanism. Mm-hmm. LinkedIn, it is. You can go month to month, and I, yeah. I suggest you know. Well, once you once you get used to a few of these features, you know, like a lot of things, it's kind of taking away the puppy. It's kind of hard. 
Mm-hmm. Well, and and the nice thing about month to month is, say you are a job seeker, you know, and mm-hmm. funds might be a little bit limited. You can mm-hmm. decide, okay, this month I'm going to do it, and oh, next month not so much, but then the next month I'm going to go back in and do it. So you know, and you're not committing to the full year with a you know the big price. Obviously, it's nice if you can and can get the discount, but it's not a huge financial commitment for people. Nice. Once you get employed, try to get your employer to pay for a year mm-hmm. for you. Right. No, especially depending boss, on what you're gotta, doing. It's a good deal, boss. we got to do it. And right. you know, so if you get whiffed, if the job only lasts for, you know, let's say you don't make it. It lasts 90 days. Mm-hmm. What still happens then? i got a year's worth of LinkedIn for free out right. of that job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and especially if you're in a position where you're going to be meeting people, so you can very easily justify the fact that, hey, boss, you know, I'm, I'm out networking for the company. I need to be on LinkedIn and I need to have the advanced features. Right. And, and the benefit of, one of the cool benefits that, that just reminded me of, Deb, is that you can be out, out, quote unquote, out networking mm-hmm. right from your desk. And you still want to go up and meet people face to face, but that empowering your networking using LinkedIn from your desk will will make a huge difference in the company's bottom line and yours. Right. You know, and and I think that's sometimes where people get caught up is they think, you know, it, it only has to be the here and now, all those various things. You know, when when I knew that I was moving to Atlanta, now I had over a year's notice, so that made it really nice. You know, it wasn't gee, I'm moving tomorrow, but. The network I used to make connections in Atlanta before I ever moved was LinkedIn. Tried it on Facebook. I gained less than 10 new people I connected with. I used LinkedIn and I gained 150 with pretty minimal effort. And some of those business contacts have been absolutely phenomenal. You know, they were the people I met with when I first got here. They got me connected back into the community here in ways that I never could have done if I just got here and started thinking, now what? Right. We we use that approach to build our network in our target market. So San Francisco is a target market, Chicago, Atlanta. Um, right, we're on tour uh, this year. So even Louisville in Louisville, Kentucky is a is a place this year we're going to be building our network because we're going to go speak. We're going to go talk at the college. We're going to have a workshop. We're going to do a networking event for free. So every town we go in and this has been Mike's idea, you know, rock, having a Rockstar networking event directing people to rockstarnetworking.com to connect with us online also allows us to connect with them face-to-face when we go and have that Rockstar Networking event in any town that we're in, which is really, really brilliant. You know, sometimes people aren't really comfortable connecting to a lot of people like we have, but if you connect to just one or two super connectors like mm-hmm. like Mike or I or even Deb, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to expand your entire network exponentially, you know, just by just by doing that, you're going to get 20,000 new people in your network every couple of days just because you're connected to a super connector that's right. continuing mm-hmm. to build theirs, who's also connected to other super connectors that are building theirs. So LinkedIn's three-level deep thing really empowers you. Oh, definitely. You know, and connecting in advance is so important. It was funny. I had somebody on Twitter the other day that sent me a, a direct message, and, and he said, I'm going to a conference. What would you suggest I do in advance? And I said, go to LinkedIn and connect in advance with all of the speakers. You know, because they might not be comfortable with the, the other platforms, depending on what they're using. I said, but if they're on LinkedIn, 
that's where you connect professionally. So connect with them in advance and get to know those speakers and, you know, anybody else that you can, but the speakers really and, and have that connection with them. And then, you know, during the course of the conference, connect back with people that you're, you know, you went to, you know, the seminar, you got business cards, connect with them right away on LinkedIn. But, you know, he really thought that was cool to connect with the speakers in advance. And I said, you know, send him a note, say that you're going to be talking mm-hmm. to him. And I tell speakers Flatter that them. too. <laughs> You know, if you can yeah. get the, the advanced list of who you're going to be speaking to, connect with them and then send them a note and say, hey, you know, what are the type, top five questions you hope that I will cover? You know, and then just think if you gave them a shout out during the presentation. Woo, holy cow, that's very, you know, very good. Yeah. We have, we have a, we have a friend named Sam Richter who teaches, um, a super advanced internet search. He's the sharpest tool in the world shed mm-hmm. of internet search. I mean, the mm-hmm. smartest guy there is. And uh, and when people register for his workshops, he goes out and does a, a specific search for some piece of what might seem like confidential or little-known piece of information about every single one in the class. Mm-hmm. There are 60 people in the class, and there are 60 searches he does, and he puts them into his slide presentation. Ooh. So he works every single person into mm-hmm. the audience, into it, because he's demonstrating the real-world application. I did this search over here and did this and plugged it in over there and da 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 Here's this command that I – I just went to the website and searched for XLS files and mm-hmm. found this spreadsheet that was sitting there on the website and all. Mm-hmm. But the um, – um, he's, he's so brilliant. And what we did when, when you connect with someone like that, a speaker like that, you're now one step removed from all these other brilliant people that Sam knows or that, or that we know or that other people know mm-hmm. because they're hubs, hubs. And right. we connect together. We're like the backbone of social media mm-hmm. out here. If you put well, it on an org chart. Sort of. And we do that in the real world. So why mm-hmm. not do it on the virtual world? Because in the virtual world, you know, in, in the real world, you might be connecting with a hundred people that a superstar knows. On the virtual world, it's thousands of people. Right. Cool. Right. Well, we have just a couple minutes left. Um, for those of you who've been tuning in live, we did go a little long because we had a little recording problem at the start. But, you know, again, my guests are Mike uh, O'Neill and Lori Ruff. Tell us one last time how we connect with you. Rockstarnetworking.com. Perfect, perfect, perfect. If yep. you have just one tip, each of you, one tip for somebody on LinkedIn, you know, they're there, they've got a little bit, you know, all those various things. What's your one tip from each of you to really become that rock star on LinkedIn? I would say go to rocklinkedin.com and take our free training that's out there. We have a free training program that will teach just those things, including the how-tos. Perfect. And it's a little edgy. It's really kind of fun and edgy. And it's the stuff that we, we sell to corporations and we provide it for free at rocklinkedin.com. I, I'd steer them right there. Perfect, perfect. Absolutely. Lori, what, what's your one tip? You know, I, w- I would say just be yourself. Um, when you're engaging on LinkedIn or anywhere else online that is a, is a networking platform or a social media platform, there are real people on the other side of that computer screen. We're just using technology, just like a telephone, for example, to get, to get a hold of them and to engage with them. So check that out. Just be yourself. Don't worry about making mistakes. We all make them, even even us, um, even as early as, as late as a week ago. And, you know, and, and it's work. okay. 
Exactly. That's how we learn. So just be yourself. And and like Mike said, go to rocklinkedin.com and, and take that training. It will help you figure out at least the beginning, you know, the profile and how to do some of the some of the things that will help you empower you to be more successful on LinkedIn. Perfect. You know, and, and those who are afraid of LinkedIn, don't be. You know, it's it's a great platform for reaching out to people and connecting with them in you know a pretty unassuming, unthreatening way. And and it really is just an absolutely fabulous platform for people to be using. Yeah. Perfect. Well, thank you guys. We will definitely have you on again because like I said, we could go for hours and hours just talking <laughs> about the various features and you know, then when LinkedIn makes changes, what do we do about all of those things? So we will have you guys back. We'll do it much sooner than a year. You know, we, we've been trying to set this up for over a year, as Lori said at the very start. So we will have you on, you know, much sooner than that. And again, thank you. And if you're not connected with me, easy to find me, just debcreer.com, D-E-B, K-R-I-E-R dot com and there's all my social media links there. So again, Mike and Lori, thank you so much and go enjoy this fabulous day. Thank you, Deb. Thank you so much. Bye-bye, guys. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again. Your heart is true. You're listening to Mile High Radio, milehighradio.com, on the World Wide Web, for your listening pleasure. Project Recycle is a program of 3T Ministry. They are a Christ-centered, family-focused, and mainly run by volunteers organization that promotes health and wellness by making bicycles available to people in need. They provide a way for these individuals to enjoy a healthier lifestyle. For more information on Project Recycle and how you can be part of their team, please go to the 3T Ministry website by clicking on their link on the nonprofit page right here on milehighradio.com. Whether you have a used bike that you'd like to donate or perhaps you can spend some time helping them refurbish and distribute the bikes they have, this is a great organization that can use your support. Contact them today at 3TMinistry.org. Ever wonder why some people live extraordinary lives while others aren't living to their full potential? Well, after years of research, we finally know what the world's happiest and most successful people have in common. It's their mindset. In fact, it's seven mindsets. Learning the seven mindsets is eye-opening, but living them is life-changing. If you want to positively change your life forever, Go to 7mindsets.com. Now there's a simple and sustainable way to learn the 7 Mindsets. Visit 7mindsets.com and join this life-changing revolution. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.